Hello, happy Tuesday, mamas. I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving week. We did here at the McGraw house. Today, we're going to talk about cleaning. Do you struggle to keep a clean home with all the other things you have to do in a day? Do you wish you could throw a chunk of money out the window every week and have somebody come and clean your house for you so you don't have to worry about it? I can save you that money and help you keep your clean house, all while helping you feel less stressed about the big task at hand. It's not so difficult to keep your house clean as it may seem once you have these eight hacks in place on a daily basis. Are you sick of always feeling rushed? Does it feel like you're constantly forgetting things? Are you frequently frustrated and snapping at your kids, spouse, or all of the above? Are you ready for peace and joy to flow through you in your home? In this podcast, you will find solutions to bring peace and joy back to what may feel like chaos. It is my mission to help you be restored to who God intended you to be so you can wake up refreshed and excited for each new day. When God speaks of restoration, it is always in abundance, and when restored, it is better than how it started. God promised us a better life and a better future for us and our families. If you are ready to say yes to the life God created you for and for peace to flow through your home, mind, and spirit, then you have come to the right place. I'm Jen, a wife, mom, and Jesus lover. I spent six years as a single mom, then married, became a stepmom, and we blended our families. Diving in headfirst from a chaotic single mom life to a chaotic mom and wife life. I struggled to keep my sanity. I looked to everything and everyone else to avoid the drowning feelings of failure and uncertainty. I finally realized there was a better way. Life was meant to be truly lived. God had a purpose for me and our family, and the way we were living was not it. God showed me what structure, organization, and a healthy mindset can do to bring joy back into my home and marriage. Through that, God showed me what biblical restoration in my life can look like. I am here to share that with you. Wherever you are starting from, if you are ready to find peace, joy, and your sanity once again, or for the first time ever, along with getting back to the root of who God created you to be, this podcast is for you. Find a new joy-infused marriage and laughter and fun to replace the stress and frustration with your kiddos as you join me for real talk through the pain, struggle, and joy and freedom on the other side. So warm up that cold coffee, find a kid-free chair, and pop in those earbuds. It's time to dive in. Just a reminder, Restoration Ranch has a goal of helping 10 families this holiday season. We currently have enough to help four families, so we're almost halfway there. Go to restorationranchidaho.com to donate and help a family get gifts and a meal this holiday season. Do you struggle to find time in your day to get everything done? Does your relationship with your kids and your husband seem to just be skirting by without the joy that you desire? And life seems to just be passing you by, but you can't find the time to enjoy it? Maybe a coaching session with me is what you need. Stop by the Restored Mama website today to get your coaching session booked. All right, hack number one, make your toxin-free cleaning totes. So make a tote for each sink that you have in the house. What I put in each of my totes is an all-purpose spray, a cleaning scrub, multiple microfiber cloths, and a glass cleaner. I make all of my own cleaners. I make them toxin-free with essential oils. So that way all of my kids can help no matter what their ages are. Even my two-year-old helps with the cleaning. And I don't have to worry about it since they're all toxin-free. So I make my own all-purpose spray. And I have a spray bottle in each of my totes. I make my own scrub, which I can use for everything. The scrub works for the bathtubs. I use it to clean the toilets. I use it to clean the kitchen sinks. I use it to clean everything. Anything that needs some type of scrubbing, I use that scrub. And then I make my own glass cleaner and I use that to clean all the mirrors. You can use it on windows. You can use it on your stainless steel appliances and it doesn't leave any streaks. And then I use microfiber cloths. So it's better for the environment. You're not wasting all the paper towels 
or the disposable cloths and you can just wash them and reuse them and they are also extra absorbent. And number two, keep a cleaning tote under each sink in your house and one in the laundry room. So I have two bathrooms, a kitchen sink and a laundry room. So I have a tote in each bathroom, so that's two, and then I have a tote in the kitchen, that's three, and then one in the laundry room, so that's four. Four totes total. So that way it just makes it easier anytime I'm ready to clean, it's right there. The more user-friendly it is, the easier it is for you to grab something and clean. Number three, clean all your high touch points. So what are high touch points? They are anything that is touched excessively or continuously throughout the day on a daily basis, like light switches, doorknobs, appliances, cabinets, different parts of the wall. So get eye level at where your kids are and look at the wall. I bet you'll see food crumbs or little fingerprints of dirt or something sticky. All your appliances, your cabinets, the knobs on your cabinets, your kitchen chairs, especially the ones your kids sit on. All of those points in the house that are touched on a regular basis. Those are all your high touch points. So you want to clean those at minimum once a month. I try to do it bi-weekly. With as many people as I have in the house, bi-weekly is the best. Gets all the germs off, any dirt, all the nastiness, especially living out here on a farm. Things can get pretty dirty in here. So bi-weekly is my goal. Sometimes I do it weekly if it's just been one of those kind of weeks. And then you want to make sure to do it every day if somebody is sick in the house because that will help with all the germs and all those high touch points are the highest likelihood for passing all the germs around your house. So if you want to make sure to try to keep sickness at bay in the house, you can change your towels every day and clean the high touch points every day, and it should help with the transferring of your sickness to everybody else in the house. Number four, clean as you go. So if your kids are taking a bath, you can grab your cleaning kit from under the sink since it's handy right there, and you can just clean the bathroom and scrub it as your kid is taking the bath. If your kids are older and you don't have to be in the room when they're cleaning, then then this may not be as plausible for you. But for those of you with younger kids, this is the easiest way to get your bathroom clean. If your kid is sitting there in the bath playing with all the bath toys, you can grab your cleaning tote and start cleaning. And then by the time the bath is done, the bathroom is clean and the only thing left to clean is the bathtub. If you're waiting for dinner to finish cooking, you can grab the cleaning tote from under the kitchen sink and start to clean up the kitchen. So by the time dinner is finished cooking, your kitchen is nice and clean and ready to go. And then all you have to do is the dishes after you eat. Another way to clean as you go is after each activity, have your kids, with your help, clean up the area before starting a new activity. So if they're younger, you can sit there with them and pick up all the toys, put them in the basket and put it away, and then bring out the new activity. Those of us with really little kids, like my two-year-old, He is from one activity to another every two minutes. So I have an area in the living room that is dedicated for kids' toys. All those kids' toys are over there in their baskets. They stay there in that area so they're not dirtying up the entire house. And then when he's done playing, we pick up all the toys, put them back in the baskets, and put the baskets away. Now, I'm not picking up every two minutes because he's moved on to a new activity. That's just not realistic. So do what's realistic for your situation. But have an area where they can play And then when they're done, you clean up that area and put everything away. So that way, when you're moving on to the next activity or the next thing, next 
part of your day, everything is clean and you're not coming into a dirty area from hours before. And just a little side note, don't be that mom that does the scrapbooking or whatever your thing is and then you leave it everywhere. So it's spread out all over the kitchen table and then it's dinner time and you need to clean up the kitchen table because everything is still there from hours before when you were doing your scrapbooking. Teach by example. Let your kids learn from you and from watching you. So when you're done with your scrapbooking or your craft or even just your menu planning for the week. When you're done with that, you pick everything up and leave your area nice and tidy and cleaner than it was when you got there. Teach by example and show your kids how to pick up after themselves because they're going to watch you and they're going to do what they see. Five is dishes. This has always been a thorn in my side. I hate dishes. So frustrating because you're just doing dishes all day long. It never ends because you have to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, especially if you're at home or working from home. Kids are at home and you're homeschooling. You're constantly eating off of dishes with the three meals in the day and then the many, many snacks between the meals. The dishes add up. So you start by making sure to run the dishwasher every night before you go to bed so that way when you wake up in the morning, it's clean. And then before you do anything else that morning, empty out the clean dishes, put them away, and you have an empty dishwasher to be able to add dishes to throughout the day so they don't pile up in the sink. By the time it's time to cook dinner, you have a nice clean kitchen and clean sink to start fresh to cook your dinner. Then while you're cooking dinner, have a sink of soapy water so that way with the hand wash dishes you can just wash them as you go so you don't have a bunch of dishes piled up by the time you're done cooking dinner. And then if you run the dishwasher before you go to bed, you're all set to start the routine again that next morning. Number six, schedule your areas and your times to clean in your planner. So as you're planning out the week in your planner, make sure to devote a chunk of time each week for cleaning and choose which areas that you want to clean during that chunk of time. So let's say you're able to get the bathrooms done while your kids are taking their bath. Then if you had the bathroom scheduled during that chunk of time, you don't have to worry about it. You can either take that time to do something else or clean a different area in your house, which will free up another time slot. If you have everything scheduled out in your planner, then you don't have to worry about trying to squeeze it in during your day because you already have it planned out. Number seven, give your family chores. If they're older, they can be responsible for it, but help them by giving them a deadline or let them know when you are cleaning so they have the option to do it together as a family, which would make it a little more fun for them and they don't have as much responsibility, but you're also teaching them at the same time. If they're younger, do it together. Make it fun. Don't make it like it's a chore. Make it like it's a fun thing for you guys to do together as a family. If you're doing it together, it doesn't seem as much of a chore as it does if you just tell them you need to go do your chore and go make them do it on their own. You're teaching them how to enjoy cleaning how to enjoy doing their responsibilities. I have a whole episode devoted to chores coming up, so tune into that to get a little more details on how to handle chores with your family. Then number eight, make it fun. Turn on some music. Do the cleaning as a family. If you make it fun, it's a lot easier to get everybody else involved with a good attitude rather than complaining and arguing about having to get something cleaned or do some work around the house. Cleaning together as a family, it brings you closer. It teaches all the younger kids how to do the cleaning and how to take care of a home. And then you also just need to change your mindset. It's hard to make it fun if you're grumbling and having a bad attitude about it yourself. So switch your thoughts from I have to to I get to. I get to clean my home for my family. I get to show my kids how to live a clean life. I get to keep my house clean and ready for guests. I get to show my kids how to keep a clean house. I get to do my work 
ask for the Lord. Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from the soul that is put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men. So even if it's something as small as cleaning your house and scrubbing your toilet, think of Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work from the soul for the Lord. Even when you're sitting there scrubbing the toilet, do it for God. Don't do it for everybody else. And that can help you have a better mindset and a better attitude about having to clean and do the chores around the house. Your mindset and focusing on doing the cleaning for the Lord will help change your perspective completely when it comes to doing the chores around the house. So if you change your mindset and you have a good attitude when you're cleaning, it'll show your kids. It'll show your husband. So quick recap of the eight hacks. Make your toxin-free cleaning totes. Make it toxin-free so that way all your kids, every single person in the household can help without you having to be worried about it. Keep a cleaning kit under each sink in the house and one in the laundry room. Clean all the high touch points bi-weekly clean as you go. So when you're in a specific area of the house, clean while you're in there. Do the dishes. So you empty the dishwasher every morning and have the dishwasher ready to go at night. And then you schedule your areas and the times to clean in your planner while you're doing your planning for the week. Give chores to your family and make it fun. Then remember to focus on Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from the soul that is put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men. Something may seem small and insignificant to you, but God put you in charge of that. So it's not small and insignificant to him. Now, I want you to keep in mind, not every day is going to be perfect, but once you have these systems in place, it's going to be a lot easier to get back on track that next day. Maybe you forget to run the dishwasher the night before, so you have to run it and then you have to wait to unload it. That's okay. At least you have some type of system in place and you can get back on track very easily. Whereas if you don't have any of these systems in place, you're just scrambling and frantically trying to figure out how to get things done. But if you can get these basics down, then it's easy to add in all the extras to keep a clean house and to keep things running smoothly around your home. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.